Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. We often talk about travel on the podcast, and we're going to do that again today. But today we're going to talk about a different kind of travel from the from what we usually talk about, and that's something which is called armchair travel. And the reason that we're doing that, uh, Wendy, is that your father um, during his lifetime was what you would call an armchair traveler. And so what does that mean? Yeah, well, uh, an armchair traveler is someone who doesn't either doesn't want to or doesn't have the opportunity to actually travel themselves to actually go to foreign countries or to other locations uh, but they enjoy reading about it or you know hearing stories about other people's travelers travels uh, and so they sit in their armchair um, or they can sit on their sofa or but the idea is that they're they are comfortably staying in their home uh, but they still get the experience or at least part of the experience of travel by reading other people's um, travel stories or maybe watching a video or even listening to a podcast. But uh, traditionally, I think we, we picture someone reading a book when, when they're doing armchair traveling. And so was that the case with your dad, that he had these books? Yeah, yeah. We had these a couple of different series of photo books. They're what you might call coffee table books, you know, a big book with lots of full-color pictures uh, that's really nice to just flip through and look at the pictures, even if you don't necessarily want to sit down and read it from cover to cover. Uh, and so we, there was one in particular, a Time Life series from Time Magazine and Life Magazine, which I don't know if that exists anymore, but at the time they had come together to create this, this series of books about different locations all over the world. So uh, I remember there was one on the pyramids, there was one about Jerusalem, um, there was one about Rome, uh, you know, just lots of different famous cities and iconic destinations. And so my dad really loved to look through these, and I did too. And I think that that is where my love for travel was born. And so when I was very little, I remember that I would sometimes say to my dad, Daddy, let's go on a trip. And that meant that he would take down one of these books, and we would look through it together, and he would tell me about these places. And so much later on, did he also get into watching travel documentaries and... Mm. Uh, the Discovery Channel and things yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He loved the, the Discovery Channel, the History Channel. Um, yeah, he really loved watching those kinds of documentaries and shows about these kinds of places. And I guess the area in the world that he was most interested in was around the Middle East mm -hmm. uh, and the Eastern Mediterranean. And mm -hmm. I think probably because this is uh, this is the, the area of the Bible or this is where mm -hmm. the biblical events took place. Yeah, uh, my dad was a very devout Christian, a very religious man. My whole family, uh, they're all devout Christians. And, and in fact, my parents uh, did 
not just armchair traveling, but they actually did some real traveling uh, once, at least, in their lives. They didn't do very much travel, but uh, they did have this one trip, which they always referred to as their trip to the Holy Land. And by that, they meant a trip to Israel. They, they went to Israel. This was before I was born, uh, so it was a long time ago. But it was something that they continued, and my dad especially continued to talk about for the rest of his life. It, it was yeah, I think it was probably the highlight of his life. Uh, so, I mean, my dad was an armchair traveler, uh, not by choice. I think if he if he had the financial means or, you know, had and also the health situation, if his situation had been different, he would have loved to have done some real traveling, some actual traveling himself. Um, my mom, no, not so much. She's not really interested in traveling. Um, and some armchair travelers also are not really interested in doing the actual travel. That just sounds really difficult to them. You know, it sounds like a lot of hassle. And they're much happier to just sit at home in their armchair and read a book. Uh, my dad wasn't like that. He actually would have loved to have done a lot of more travel if he could have. Uh, but unfortunately, he didn't have the the ability to uh like i said for financial reasons health reasons and um some other things but uh but he did get to go to the holy land and so it's interesting to see the different um different feelings of your mom and your dad towards mm. travel and so your mom always likes to tell the story about how when she was in school she missed out on doing geography yeah uh, because she switched <laughs> schools and and she didn't get the year of geography and yeah. when she was 11 or 12 that you're supposed to have right yeah so it was in, when she was in the sixth grade so that's yeah in the united states education system that's age 11 or 12 or so and yeah she switched to a different school and so the school wasn't very good, and I don't know exactly how it worked, but she should have studied geography that semester, and instead they taught them, like, how to set a table, like, really, like, practical, you know, it was homemaking kind of stuff. Um, and so when... And she now has a terrible sense of geography. She really... Every time I, you know, tell her where we're going on a trip... She'll say, oh, where's that? And so I have to, you know, describe. And then she doesn't really know where the other places are either that I'm trying to describe, you know, saying, well, it's near this country. It's in the eastern part of this region. And and most of that doesn't mean anything to her either. Um, but she always blames it on the fact that she missed geography when she was in the sixth grade. Um, when really, of course, she's had plenty of opportunities to learn about geography since then. She's just not really interested in it. Right. And even that trip to the Holy Land didn't seem to have um, awakened any kind kind of adventurous travel spirit in her like it did for your dad no. because like you said your dad would always talk about it uh, even yeah 30 years later he would always have a story ready related to that trip and and your mom would say oh how do you remember that I you know I don't remember anything about that trip um, but he yeah. always seemed to like you said because it was so important to him I guess he guarded the the memories um, you know for the rest of his life yeah, he really did. And then I guess, I, I presume it was something that, that brought him joy then later in his life when you started to travel. Mm. And then, you know, that's another thing that an armchair traveler can do is that, is that they can live vicariously through somebody else. In mm -hmm. this case, for him, it was, it was you or his daughter. Um, and so he was able to 
feel like he was, you know, experiencing these places uh, mm-hmm. through you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would send emails, you know, ab- telling about the places that we had been to, and you were always and still are the photographer in our family, so uh, he would love looking through your photographs, and yeah, he would love to ask me questions about the places that we had been. And so again, I think you'd be talking on the phone with them, and then you'd have both your mom and your dad on the line, and then you'd just have these fun, these different reactions that, that mm-hmm. your mom wouldn't know what you were talking about, and then your mm-hmm. dad would have to explain where a place was and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm being a bit hard on my mom. I mean, my mom and I, you know, we connect in other ways and we have lots of great conversations about other things. But yeah, when it comes to travel, you know, she'll ask about it because she wants to be interested in in my life and and what I'm doing. But she just has no frame of reference to really understand it. Right. But for your dad, that was, uh, you know, that was something that that gave him a lot of joy, firstly to to take this one trip that he took, then to have all these books and watch all these shows about travel and about history and things like that, and then finally to uh, see you do all this travel as well. Yeah, so I'm a bit sad for him that he wasn't able to do more travel himself. Um, I think maybe he always thought that he would or hoped that he would, you know, when he retired and then in the end... Uh, his health deteriorated pretty quickly, and and he wasn't able to do that. But I'm glad that he was at least able to do it vicariously through me. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. English in 10 Minutes.com.